You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Flavor Flav, we miss you. No, wait, he's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, as far as I know, he's still around. Welcome to the Laugh Button Podcast. My name is Matt Kleinschmidt, editor-in-chief of TheLaughButton.com. Yeah, boy! Dude, you just like over-modulated the shit out of your, vo- your vocals. On purpose. Right I know you did. Yeah, boy, what's up? How you doing, Bram? Bram Titleman from MetalInsider.net with me again. Yes, uh, Flavor Flav is not here. That was me <laughs> imitating him. Imitating Hello? the Flav. Hi. Imitating Flav. So how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm pretty pretty well. How about yourself? I'm all right. I am all right. I I wish I bet somebody some news because uh, I learned something today. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I thought you knew everything. You I sure act no, no, like that. I, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, let me rephrase that. I didn't. I didn't learn something today. Something that I kind of thought and heard as a rumor actually came true or was officially announced today. And I was like, yeah, boy. Yeah, want to talk to me about that? Yeah, sure, sure. It's about Lucy K. I've heard of him. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, let's start off this podcast. Correct. We got Michael Palasek on the podcast this week. Mark and I talked to Michael uh, a couple weeks ago about his new special coming out, which actually is pretty much everywhere this Thursday. So at the time of listening to this podcast, his, his, new, uh, his new podcast, uh, his uh, new, new album is everywhere. Uh, com. Go to it. Yeah. Check things out. Read stories about your favorite comedians. We're also on the Riotcast Network, too, so what can I say about that? Go to Riotcast.com slash the laugh button. Listen to us. Anywhere you can type in the laugh button into a browser, you will find us. Social media, same thing. We are the laugh button. We are legion. Isn't that? <laughs> isn't that no, like, we're not. No, no, we're definitely not. No, we're definitely not. So, uh, yeah, before we jump into everything, I wanted to get that the housekeeping out of the way. Sounds like it's going to be a great podcast. Can't wait! Can't wait to listen to. It. <laughs> so back to my news about Louis C.K. So yeah, today, literally, like you know, moments before we started taping this podcast, Louis C.K. that he was uh, announced that he was recording two the new specials for Netflix.com, the streaming service of Netflix, which uh, I'm not surprised. I don't know if you are. Are you surprised? I'm a little surprised. He's yeah. really kind of done everything his own way. Like released the. Uh, Pay What You Want special, mm-hmm. Don Horace and Pete, and release that mm-hmm. as something you have to pay for. Uh, it's a little bit unconventional. I think uh, two things happened here. One, first of all, Netflix for the last, I don't know, eight months, six months, something like that, has really methodically kind of worked to basically recruit every big-time comedian out there currently working and bring them into their ecosystem. They got Dave Chappelle. They got Jerry Seinfeld. They got Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. They got Amy Schumer. I mean, Louis was, might have been the only one. And, they have, and they've already previously had Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy. So, like, the only two ones that really made sense were Kevin Hart and Louis C.K. And Kevin Hart, I feel like... I feel like Kevin Hart, there's a play there, but I also feel like Kevin Hart, like, motherfucker, does, releases movies. You yeah, know he's a mean? movie like, star. He's Not only is he a movie star, but, like, his new stand-up specials, they're movie events. Right. Like, you go see those things in theaters. So he might just be beyond, be beyond Netflix. So, um, and, and Louis, you actually alluded to, does do the uh, self-releasing process. But, um, well, I think it's going to continue. I also think it's going to continue because of the HBO thing. I don't know if you're familiar with how the HBO special laid out. Oh, my God. But basically, he put out on HBO, fast yep. forward six months later or whenever, like those, those rights kind of reverted back to Louis. He self-released it on his own website. I can see something very similar happening for Netflix. Um, 
for example, you have Ali Wong. She put out a special last year around this time, and then her CD DVD is going to be released. There's going to be a physical release of that in this in the very near future. Um, and I, I just kind of see that happening more and more. So I think once the streaming rights, I don't think Netflix is going to. Um, I mean, they might. It might be a Netflix original special, but Louis self records, self funds, self tapes, self edits all his his own stuff because he ultimately owns it. So I think this is going to be one of the situations where he owns the whole thing, he fronts all the money, and then Netflix gets the ability and the rights to release it like uh, for six months or something like that. It's pretty impressive. It's two and not just one. Yeah, I mean they did. They're doing what three with Chappelle, two with Rock. Yep, something like that. So yes, yeah, so, I mean like it kind of falls in line with that. Is and, and why not? Why not tie these people up for a, lo- a longer time? And they're also clearly doing things that are very artist friendly. For example, when they got Seinfeld, it was ju- not just a new Seinfeld special, but it was also like, oh, we'll get comedians of cars bringing coffee. We'll bring that over too because it's a, you know it's a passion project of Jerry's. It's so. it's very much like the uh, kind of Sirius XM thing. Like they pay for talent. Because you can get radio anywhere, but yeah. you need something kind of different. So if yeah. they're getting some of the more key artists and comedians to to do their own specials, yeah, sure, you might subscribe to mm-hmm. Netflix if you haven't already. I also think Netflix is so big in the content game. They're just trying to really get stuff that keeps people on their platform. That whole binging process, that whole that whole idea. I mean, like. I'll be honest with you, dude. I've officially, I'm officially not caught up on Netflix stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there is so much stuff on Netflix that I want to see that I just have not had the opportunity to record, to watch, or to go back and watch. Like, some of it I've almost given up on. Like, Stranger Things. I hear wonderful things about that show. I haven't seen it or done anything Stranger Things related. Well, you're missing out. It's I know. enjoyable. Making a Murderer. It's also in my queue. Haven't gotten to it. Uh, and then even more recent stuff. Like, it took me a while. Like, I love the Marvel stuff. I love Daredevil. I love Jessica Jones. It took me probably three or four months after it was released to watch Luke Cage, and like for no other reason other than I don't have the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, you I know, feel like a lot of people are cutting the cable, cutting the cord with cable, and yeah. probably just doing Netflix and maybe yeah. HBO Go. And I'm not one of those guys. I actually like watching like live television stuff too. I don't really. I'm sports. not a. I'm. I'm not a sports guy, but it's like it's like I like watching. Uh, new episodes of some of my favorite comedies when they just come out and watching new TV shows. Like, I really do like Kevin watching. Kevin Can Wait? <laughs> uh, I have opinions about Kevin Can Wait and they differ from my wife, put it that way. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, congrats to Netflix. I don't know who else they can get. I don't know who else is out there. Uh, Kevin, Kevin James. <laughs> you know what? But they have kind of, they kind of have Kevin's, well, they have Adam Sandler tied up in that too. The other thing that's also, I see why they do it because... When they put out a new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix, it be it like instantly becomes number one in that market wherever they go. It goes. So like why not give Adam Sandler fifty million dollars if you're able to recoup that very quickly in subscriptions or you know, like Netflix doesn't release their statistics and their numbers, but they have them clearly. I can confirm this. I've forgotten to see both Adam Sandler specials <laughs> that have been in movies that have. That <laughs> well, there was uh, the Ridiculous Six, correct? Yep. And then there was that one about him disappearing and faking his death with David Spade. I saw that one. The Do Over. The Do Over? Sure. I, think I don't it was know. called The Do Over. I've missed both of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the magne- the Relic- Ridiculous Six, I want to say, came out couple months before the Magnificent Seven. So they, they kinda are instantly they're both intrinsically linked in my brain and sure. completely different movies. So yes. Who knows? So yeah, I mean it's very, very interesting. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how all this Netflix stuff shapes out. Uh, I think at some point Netflix has gotta 
I don't know. They, they're spending billions of dollars on original programming. And they're getting names. It's not like they're not getting names. I mean, they're getting movie stars. They just announced, what is it, the new Martin Scorsese uh, thing? Is that Netflix or is that Hulu? I believe it's Netflix. Yeah, so it's just like, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, props to those guys. I mean, it's it's the it's the future. It's the streaming audio stuff. So yeah, I wonder how many people are actually still like uh, sending in DVDs every month. Well, they still have that service. I, I know me personally, I canceled my Netflix DVD service about a year ago. And it, and even then, it was probably two years too late. You know, I don't like, think I ever had I think I was streaming from the get-go. I, so I, started I was an early adapter. Well, you were an early adopter to streaming, but I had the DVD service before they even had the C- the streaming service. So I, I, had I had the VHS one. Oh snap! They used to send you a video cassette, and, <laughs> and there they, was that time too. Really that. And there was I know, and there was that time where they were at a, it wasn't just DVDs they were sending to you, but it was like, oh, they're not even going to send you the Blu-ray. It's like Blu-ray service is different than DVD service at this point. It's like really, guys, come on. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, moving on. Yeah, I was going to say moving on to something else. You and I are both Jersey guys. We live in Jersey. Absolutely. Um, I love Jersey. I love everything about Jersey. I love the fact that like it can be very metropolitan and you can drive 10 minutes in one direction and you're in the middle of nowhere. It gets a bad rap. It does get a bad rap. But it's I think a bad rap from people that are leaving New York and maybe like driving to the Newark airport I, and, I, I think and so seeing too. like smokestacks yeah. and pollution and... Uh, lots of people. Well, there's an infamous George Carlin joke where he goes, New Jersey, the Garden State, great if you're growing smokestacks. And, and you hit the nail right on the head. It's like people see that co- that northeast corridor between Newark and New York, and that's all they think. is It's a very industrialized area. And so they think, like, this has got to be Jersey. But you go to, like, places where I grew up, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and there's cornfields and all that kind of good stuff, like where the Garden State gets its name from. Sure. But um, <laughs> we have a governor. Uh, his name's Chris Dewey? Christie. Yeah, well, his name's Chris Christie. I've disavowed And he is... Not a, my governor, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag not my governor. He's a very unpopular guy. Um, I don't know what his approval rating is now, but I know it's, like, terrible. Uh, he's never been a guy who's been super... Uh, he's never been, like, super high up on the approval rating matrix. I think feline leukemia is slightly more <laughs> popular than he is. He, he's a very, un, un, uh, 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 you know, a uh, very unliked guy because he's done some really terrible things. And uh, when he first got voted in office, there's a lot of people like, oh, I like him because he speaks his mind. And that slowly but surely kind of got old. And, you know, you had Bridgegate and then you had him siding with Donald Trump. And there's all that kind of aspect. So, like, depending on where you fall politically, you, you just said the Phillies were a terrible team. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Christie. <laughs> so, depending on uh, depending on where you fall, depending on where you fall politically, you either really like Chris Christie, or at one point really liked nope. Chris. I feel like everyone really liked him. At, nope. I, okay, he's a Republican, so I feel like maybe Republicans really liked him at some point. Maybe. <laughs> and then Democrats, I don't think ever liked him. Nope. He tackled. He went to head to head with a lot of teachers' unions right away. So I know a lot of my teacher friends like never liked the guy. Anyway. His eight-year reign on the state of New Jersey is of terror <laughs> is ending, um, and obviously there's going to be a new runoff uh, for a new governor very shortly. And who's tossed his hat into the ring? I know where this is going. But fucking Joe Piscopo. Yeah, Joe Piscopo. He was also he's also another Jersey guy. Uh, he's also a Saturday Night Live alumnus. Uh, I want to say eighties, late eighties was Joe Piscopo. I'm going to say mid eighties. Mid eighties, late eighties was Joe Piscopo. And uh, Joe Piscopo is basically recently be, being interviewed, and he said that uh, he's considering it. He's uh, possibly considering a replacement for Chris Christie. Uh, sure, maybe. I mean, what do we think? 
Al Franken. Actually, he's not a governor. Al Franken was the first thing that popped in my head. He's a senator of yeah. Mi- uh, Michigan. Correct. Well, and Jesse is Ventura. Michigan or Minnesota? Min- Jesse um, Ventura is Minnesota. Minnesota. Al Franken, yeah, yeah Michigan. Um, I don't know, man. You hear about all this crazy stuff nowadays. Like there was like uh, there was a rumor last week that like oh Chris Rock is going to like run for like Min- uh, Michigan, uh, and then there's also like talk of like Ted Nugent running and like I don't know, man. Like Kid Rock, you said Kid. You said Chris. I, oh, Rock. Did I said Chris Rock. I mean, Kid yes. Rock. Yeah, Kid I would Rock. vote for Chris Rock. I would vote. But wasn't also, he the president in a movie? But here's the, he was uh, head of state. Well, there you go. But here's the thing. He already has past experience. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's like okay, our current our current president was a reality show star. Yep. So it's like okay, so you can never you can't even make the argument. Uh, well, you used to be an entertainer. Ronald Reagan was a former actor. Yeah. So like, look at look at Predator. Probably the first movie to have a governor. <laughs> a governor. Oh <laughs> two yeah, governors. It had, it had two governors: the governor of Minnesota and the governor of California. But I mean, it just. Is this a weird thing to, to have like these celebrities running for these offices? I mean, it really depends on how political they really are. Al Franken really seems to be. Well, Al Franken was always kind of like an intellectual. So yeah. I think he's doing a fine job. No one's kind of laughing at it. And no. Schwarzenegger did pretty well for California. Yeah, I mean, Schwarzenegger was definitely liked, and he's and, and he's also really kind of come around on a lot of issues. Like obviously, he was you know he made the Hummer famous. But now he's all about green. But but <laughs> I thought no, that was Monica Hummer, Lewinsky, the Hummer vehicle, um, which is a very big, which was a very symbol of yes, like polluting and, glo- and global warming. But sure. he's since come around, becoming a climate change activist and you know solar and you know uh, electric cars and all that kind of stuff. And he, uh, you know, and he's now the new apprentice, and he's going tit for tat with our with our current president. But I don't know, man. I like Michael Moore. Right after the, the most recent runoff and Hillary lost, he he had come out and said like, why don't we run our beloved figures for public office. Why doesn't Tom Hanks run for public office? Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Joe Piscopo did SNL. I wouldn't call him a beloved figure. You haven't heard from him at all. No, but I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, well, of course. Like, I mean, like, there's a, what is, is it? I'm assuming, it's, I think it's Wisconsin, the conservative. He's a, is a senator of house. That uh, guy that, he was like a real world guy. Judd, and he married another real world girl, and they have like seven kids, and they're very conservative people. Huh. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it takes all types. I'll say this, though. Like I said, I mean, he just hasn't been in the public spotlight yeah. at all. If he was like an advocate for anything in the past 20 years or even a I mean, B-rate possible. actor in something or other, I could understand. I mean, it's possible. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't. I think saying you're a celebrity, so therefore your opinion doesn't count, is no longer valid, particularly when you have a reality star in the office right now, in the, in the White House right now. I mean, perfect examples, like, look at that speech Ashton Kutcher gave before you know, Congress, uh, what, last weekend yes. about child trafficking and, and, you know, human trafficking and all this kind of crazy, terrible stuff. And he, he Ashton Kutcher has always played a buffoon from that 70s show. But from what I understand, he's a very smart guy. He's a Mensa graduate. He's a me- member of Mensa. And he started this foundation to end human trafficking a couple of years back. And he sounds like he's doing really great things. And he's using a celebrity to kind of get some shit done. I don't see anything wrong with that. No. And I will say this, Joe Piscopo did have an album that I have on vinyl somewhere oh, geez, do you really? called New Jersey. So Well, I don't think there's any And he did a Bruce Springsteen imitation on it. I was it. gonna say, I don't I, think there's I, I don't that. think anyone's doubting Joe Piscopo's love for the Garden State. I'm just wondering if like uh, the the election and the ascension of Donald Trump has that really uh, opened the floodgates for more 
uh, celebrity types to start running for public office. I don't know. I don't think it's done anything more or less, actually. But, I mean, you already have, like, some kind of capital build up if you're a celebrity running for office. Like, people know who you are one way or the other. I mean, that's that's definitely, I mean, half this time, especially cutting through the noise, I mean, one of the things that, you know, sometimes people have going for them is this name recognition. Good or bad, you have name recognition. I don't want to say anyone would be a better governor than Christie, but uh, (laughs) Joe Piscopo would definitely, probably be a better governor than Christie. (laughs) Okay, so Christy agree. Brinkley would be a better so, governor. Than, then, all right, let's so, move on. So agreed. Chris Christie, not liked by you, Bram. Got it. Not a fan. Got it, got it, got it. Um, other big news this week, South by Southwest announced its giant comedy lineup. Whoa, who's who's going to be down there? <laughs> a bunch of guys. I mean, we're talking Doug Stanhope, uh, Jay Okerson's doing What's Your Fucking Deal. Uh, comedy Bang Bang's going to be down there. Above Average is going to be down there. CISO's going to be down there. True TV's going to be down there. Uh, a ton of stuff. All those are funny guys. <laughs> uh, yes, very much so. But also, the laugh button is going to be at South by Southwest this year too. We're pretty excited about that. Um, wow! Yeah, dude, it's the I want to I want to say our fifth year doing the laugh button live at South by Southwest. It's something like that. Uh, South by Southwest comedy has only existed for about ten years, and for the last five years or so, we've been putting on at least a live show. And uh, we aren't fully ready to announce the lineup, but it is happening. It's happening Tuesday night, March fourteenth, at Esther's Follies at eight p.m. Uh, when you start making your South by Southwest plans and get a badge, which hopefully you've done already, definitely don't forget Oops. about us. <laughs> um, I got a tight five if you need some help. You know what? You know, uh, Bram, if I can figure out how to get you down there, I'd put you on to a tight five. Excellent. I mean, if <laughs> What's I fly, the deal with the airline food? Yeah, if I fly down there, I could probably come up with some new airline food bits. <laughs> Hysterical. Now, have you ever tried stand-up? That's kind uh, of I, I've done stand-up once. Really? I did. Oh, wow. That's more than I me. did. I mean, Last... Last year? Two years ago? Okay. I think last year. How'd it go? Um, it went okay. Okay. It went okay. I was the first person up on an open mic thing. It was in Jersey City. Okay. And uh, I didn't tell anyone I was doing it because I... Because you shouldn't. Yeah, Especially exactly. the first couple times. And the microphone didn't work at oh, first. Geez. So I, I was a little bit nervous and a little bit rushed and... I probably did about a good three and a half minutes of material. and In the course of 60 seconds. <laughs> something like that. And uh, the crowd laughed, and I don't know if it was like supportive, like, oh, look at this poor fucker up here eating shit, or I was actually pretty funny. I'm going to go with, uh, I think I was pretty funny. Now, did you get that? do that to get the bug out, or did you do it on a bet? Or uh, I wanted to try it. I always said, people are always like, ah, you should try that. And I'm like, it's different being funny off the cuff and actually going up there and performing in front of people. I mean, there's a big difference between being funny for your friends and being funny on stage. But as a musician, I kind of looked at it as a challenge. And again, I didn't want to tell anyone. And it was at a coffee shop. And right before I went on, a friend of mine walked in to get coffee. Oh, jeez. It was like, what are you going to do, stand up? I was like, uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> so she hung, she hung out and, oh, so and critiqued funny. and said it, said it was really funny. So, oh, that's cool. Uh, that's I haven't cool. tried it since. Maybe I need to work on some new material. Well, I mean, and you know. Maybe I'll get a chance. Uh, Esther's Follies, 8 o'clock. <laughs> she's- Tuesday at Southwest Southwest. <laughs> so it's 3 on there. Uh, I, I, yeah, I've never done stand-up. I've Have you ever wanted to or thought about it? Uh, you know, when I get the impulse, like the rational part of my brain kicks in too quick. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're not going to do this. Like, uh, I don't have a real I don't have a real problem speaking in front of crowds or standing up in front of people. Yeah. But um, I don't see it being something that I could do. I, uh, I mean, I love comedy. I go see it. I analyze it and all that kind of stuff, which I don't know if that makes me a hypocrite or makes me a piece of shit for like analyzing other people's comedy and not doing my own. No. But, everyone's um, a critic. 
Yeah, everyone is a critic, but I've never had the urge to do it. Um, I've absolutely, like you, have had friends who are like, oh, you should totally try stand-up because like you could be funny and you could be really good at it, but never really have. Yeah, I mean, I really kind of like to ultimately write comedy, so yeah. I figure this is kind of like a way to sort of flex that muscle. And I haven't done it again since, and I might never, but who knows? <laughs> I certainly wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> I mean, I just also don't have no material. I have to, I'd have to sit down and write. Like, I don't, I don't know, like... I, I don't know if I could sit down and write a joke. But then again, there's also plenty of comedians that don't write that way. I see you as more of a, like, a Jay Ogerson storyteller kind of person. I could tell a story. I mean, like, shit. I mean, like, I, I, I love Jay's style of comedy. I think it's very, like, crowd worky, very whatever. But I'm not as dirty as Jay. And I feel like guys like Jay are good if those guys, like, uh, they have, like, I mean, Jay, half, is, half the reason I think he's so good is he's just. He's just seen a lot of stuff. I mean, he's just... Yeah. And there's times where it's like, oh, I'm going to do this just for the story. And I feel like that's uh, that's something that comedians have to do is like, I'm going to do this just because I know the story is going to be dope. Um, yeah, you're not going to be like, hey, man, I was mowing my lawn, riding around, yeah, and the know, craziest exactly. thing happened. The craziest thing happened when the other day when I was cutting down some bushes, you know, so... Uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if my... I don't know if the way I live currently... Uh, as as someone who has never really kind of focused on stand up, really lends itself well. I feel like if I were to really want to go for stand up, I'd have to like live in the city and be able to drop live dangerously. In. Yeah, something like that. I don't really know. But um, we got way off topic. We were talking about South by Southwest, but yes, the last button will return to South by Southwest. The lineup is incredible this year. Comedy Bang Bang, like I said, uh, Ass Cat's going to be down there. Improv for Humans going to be down there. Robert Kelly's, you know what, dude's going to be down there. Buddy Bobby. Um, so yeah, I mean, like it's going to be a really, really great time. So uh, check South by Southwest X sxsw.com slash comedy and you'll get the full rundown um, and they haven't even fully announced the entire lineup it's nuts so. you can also find out about it on the laughbutton.com you can you can find out about the laughbutton.com there's a very legitimate point uh, I can say we're co-producing the show with the, our friends over at Gotham Comedy Club uh, we had not produced the show with those guys last year but we produced a show with them the previous year and we kind of missed it so we're like hey let's get together and, and uh, co-produce a show again this year so it's happening we're pretty excited about it we'll announce the full lineup when we can um, which will be in the very very near future uh, I was looking at our timeline last year and we actually made the announcement on March 1st last year and I'm looking at our timeline from this year and it's like oh we'll probably end up making the same announcement on March 1st this year too so it's check, funny how check your calendars out. boys and girls March 14th South by Southwest Austin Texas Esther's Follies The Laugh Button Live 8pm more to come more to come uh, speaking of more to come uh, let's kick it over to uh, this interview that uh, Mark and I are doing with Michael Palasek, uh here on the Laugh Button uh, podcast. Uh, we talked to Michael briefly about his career coming up. Michael is a is a clean comedian. He works clean, and I made the mistake of cursing. Uh, and it, uh, granted, like he didn't like get all like weird about it, but I was like, oh man, I feel bad cursing in front of clean comedians for some reason. Did you apologize to him? I didn't apologize to him. I didn't even realize I was doing it because I just have like such a sailor mouth, like shit, where shit and fuck fall out of my mouth all the time. I'm doing it now. So let's uh, kick it over to Michael Palasek here on the Life Pond Podcast. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. 
They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Well, let's, Matt, let's introduce our guest here. because this, this wall Because you're going to talk for 40 minutes about dildos. We don't need that. We need to talk to Michael <laughs> Palasak. Actually, actually. Michael Palasak, who's joined us. Mike. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you. It's been about nine months, so just to catch yeah. Matt up, because so unfortunately he wasn't there. Is that what you're yeah. yeah, we're we're fathers, we're expecting. Yep. And, uh, Congrats, dads. And it should be any time now, because the last time I saw him, the only time I saw him was nine <laughs> months ago. Yeah. So, you know, this is what happens when you have a one-time conversation, yeah. you know? This nine months later, they resurface. And this podcast is our baby. Yeah. Come on, Matt. All right, look, uh, Gilda's Laugh Fest in 2016. Yeah. Uh, I went up there You're and walking uh, down, paint the picture. You're walking down the street. Walking down the street. It was. Did you have it something? Was a Brit, it was a very brisk coffee? day. No, it definitely Slice wasn't. Of pizza. But I was walking what else with. What do they have in Grand Rapids, Michigan besides coffee and pizza? I was walking with um, the those who can't borscht. folks. Yeah. I don't know what else they have there in Grand Rapids specifically. Um, what did I? Oh, eat they have there? a lot of bre- <laughs> they have a lot of breweries, yeah, right? Kind of like their Wisconsin. Cheese, the yeah. Cheese, so cheese. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, cheese in one hand. And what you was the what was the name of the venue? The Pyramid? Yeah, pier- was it, it wasn't Pyramid, pyramid Scheme. I think it was Pyramid, pyramid Scheme. Pyramid Scheme. That's yeah. what it was. They had yeah. a bunch of pinball machines. That's okay. what yeah. I can tell you. All right. Yeah, it was very cool. So <laughs> Okay. So and anyway, with the I, dude, you said? Yeah, right. and and uh and I ran into Michael backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh he was there siphoning some cold pizza. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so there was pizza. That was there available. Was pizza. There was pizza. Now Donatello Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, he came Podcast in wearing is done, a folks. He came in wearing a fedora and a trench coat trying to grab cold pizza. That was my thing. But uh, anyway, good to see you again, yeah, man. It's yeah, great same. to see you. And, yeah. and uh, so what, w- I'm sure there's lots to talk about since yeah, nine months ago. Definitely. And, and, uh, are you now father? <laughs> no. Father of this boy. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. More definitely not. Hands. Well, what's cool about Michael is he's, you, you sort of, uh, first base, second base, third base, you, you've done all the late night shows. Yeah. Last comic standing. And uh, you're here in New York City right now, yeah. and um, so. But what's like sort of the new project? What's the new thing that's happening in your yeah. world right now, Michael? Uh, well, um, I recorded like my my second album that's coming out in January. Oh. Uh, Audible is gonna be streaming it. I think starting cool. January 14th. Nice. And On then the then channels, Audible then channels. Yeah, mm-hmm. then it'll be ready for everybody like a month after that. So sure. For a month. So that'll be really exciting. It's called that one thing, and uh, I've just been looking at pictures of myself to pick one for the cover. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you're at right yeah. now. That's where your headspace yeah. is now. Now, are the question you about covers for the rec- for that? Yeah. Like, why are so many comedy covers pictures of the comedians on the cover? Like, why isn't like cool artwork like a band? I think because we're not famous yet. I mean, All right, we, fair enough. Like, I my my old manager was like, he looked at one and he was like, no, you need to have your picture on it because I think it's like they just you want they that's want like promoting work. you and you're right. talking okay. and. Yeah. Now is that why he's your old manager? Or <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. He's, no, he's, uh, the internet. He's doing no, very well. No, he's yeah. good. He was great. Yeah. It was just like I'm just so kidding. Right. He's retired. Now, no. now, is it tough for you to choose between the 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 goofy childhood picture of you holding your, you know, crotch because you have to take a pee, <laughs> yeah. or is it you know what I mean, or, yeah. or or do you go with like a more current, you know, riff on like a, a an album and maybe you re you reenact it or something? Yeah, I think like some guys are just like. They'll just use a. They won't even use a picture or they'll use a headshot. But I, 
I like the idea of like, uh, I don't know. I've never had my own sitcom, but it, so I feel like if I can make them pay for a photo shoot, then I'm going to do that. Oh, so, there you go. so I pick a joke that I want them to sort of act out. And then I just sort of take pictures of whatever one looks the coolest. I put on the cover. And okay. I, t- awesome. I take back yeah. all my questions about people <laughs> on their own album. That makes total sense. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. what would be hilarious is if you did that and then in the end you just went with some photo you already had, but you just now have <laughs> these in the bag. <laughs> right. Right. And you're just like, you walk into a, you know, a networking, like, here's my pitch for a sitcom. Do you still photo? Photos where is this good enough? You know, <laughs> I'm thinking Huey Lewis in the new sports. <laughs> like you just take that and one of Huey's faces, you just put yours. My uh, <laughs> my friend did that to me with pizza one time. Okay. Where, uh, I was bringing pe- I was gonna bring pizza over for like a fancy football draft, and I was like, "What kind of pizza does everybody like?" I don't bring pizzas up, but I'm at a life where I was like, "I can afford yeah, it, maybe." Yeah. I, so, can, I can I can I can peel off a few yeah. dominoes. Let's so do I, this. I brought him some pizza, and he was like, "Oh, I like barbecue chicken, and other people like vegetarian, and you just okay. pepperoni." So I got pepperoni, and I love pepperoni. He just ate my pepperoni, and then kept his barbecue chicken pizza for the next what day. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> like good move, man. <laughs> by the way, what a jerk face. <laughs> Speaking of pizza and vegetarian, we have the I have this debate constantly with people mm-hmm. and people are like oh I'll just take vegetarian to order just like broccoli and shit that stuff is never eating plain pizza is vegetarian fuck mm-hmm. off that's what you're getting if you're vegetarian wow. I'm not one Impressive. of those guys no no mushrooms we've been swearing a lot today have I yeah we need to get you a quarter jar one of those <laughs> quarters <laughs> uh, but that the point I'm trying to make is go with plain don't get the broccoli don't yeah. get the mushrooms yeah, don't, don't get, get the all weird olive crap. Yeah. no yeah, one's going to eat all that you're yeah. not going to have a whole pie of that i guarantee you if the pies are all eaten there's going to be one pie with at least half of that bullshit yeah. but if it's a plain you actually don't ruin it for everyone else yeah. for seconds that's my I, I, I'm, I'm firm on this. Like, I personally. I just, is this I'm, why you don't get invited anymore? Pizza oh, this parties? is why no one invites me anything because I have these strong opinions. <laughs> oh man. Well, you're from Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. And pizza is, you know, king yeah. there. And there's always the New York Chicago debate. Whatever, that's yeah. fine. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. But do you, do you have your favorite spot in Chicago that you always recommend to, the, yeah. to those coming to town? Well, it's hard. So I grew up. Yeah, I grew up in like a small town in Indiana, but we go to Chicago because so my mom is from there. Did you grow up in, in is it, uh, what's the town in Indiana that has Chicago in the name of it? I did not. I just ordered, <laughs> I'm not kidding because I, I just ordered a, Chicago dr- town? a drum. Chicago town? East Chicago? Chicago. East Chicago, yeah. that's it. I just ordered that's, a. That doesn't count. It's like, <laughs> really? Matt, there's a city in Indiana <laughs> called East Chicago. The only reason but, I know but, this, I just ordered. But there's West New York, New a Jersey. A drum case for my snare drum, and it was coming from East we Chicago, can just talk Indiana. While he no, about it. that doesn't count. <laughs> 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 that's cool. What kind of drum? It's a snare drum. It's a nickel-plated brass. Oh, that's uh, great. I, I went to college yeah, yeah. in New Brunswick. Snare drums are really important. You got to get a good cover for that, otherwise it gets bad. God damn it. And who makes the best? East Chicago. I've heard East Chicago. But Humes and Berg. <laughs> Out of uh, Indiana, East Chicago, Indiana. So um, that being said, <laughs> my mom grew up on uh, like uh, on the South Side near okay. uh, a place called Nick and Vito's Pizza. Okay, and it's not even like Chicago deep. Like South Side Chicago is like thin and it's delicious. And yeah, yeah. there's one for farther out by where my parents live now, and it was, it was on diners and dive-ins and stuff. It's really good. Cool. Thank you for entertaining us about what's your favorite pizza? <laughs> question. Really? That's what we're doing here? <laughs> no. This no. I'm just warming up. We're yeah, gonna we're delete just, the we're first ten minutes. That time you were in the Beatles. That was awesome. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! Well, f- well, congrats on the new album, man. This yeah, is very exciting. And so then, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was, I was gonna say. Also, I wrote a short that's gonna be coming out, and then nice. yeah, it's about pizza in Chicago. No, no, it's about a guy who uh, it's a Ninja Turtle spinoff. Ninja Turtles <laughs> trench coats, kind of Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he, he's running the shop where the turtles get the trench coats <laughs> yeah. from. Yes. That's a, 
It's about a guy who uh, he's dating a girl and she doesn't want to date him anymore. But so she, but she just doesn't tell him. She just kind of ghosts him, and he doesn't realize that. So he just thinks she's been kidnapped. And then he searches for her for three years. <laughs> and then the, the actual <laughs> the actual video is just like him like running into her on the street and just being like ragged and be like, "You're yeah. alive!" <laughs> like that's, that's <laughs> <so> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's a great premise. Yeah. <laughs> so when people say short, are we talking twelve minutes? 40 minutes. Well, right you know, now, this one, minutes. yeah, this one's closer to six. Okay. And then the idea in my head is to like have networks be like, oh, this turned that into a longer thing or a show or what. Right. Or yeah. Like it could be a show. That'd yeah. Be yeah. A fun great. adult swim type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What about animation? Would you, would you send it down the animation? Yeah. I, I mean, I like being in it cause I like, I don't know. I think it's fun and I think it's uh the idea to me. That's Mark's way of saying you're not good looking. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Look at this kid. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's why it was a joke. Yeah, okay. that, I think, <laughs> I think the uh, this idea specifically, I, I would like to do it because I feel like there's a, a gravitas to it that's fun to make fun of, and I think that's easier to take in if it's like live. Right. It's like, oh, this is like a fake dramatic moment for this guy. So sure. That's cool. But if you if someone was like, I want to animate it, and we'll just do it that way, I'll be like, oh yeah, that's fine. So <laughs> do you do you name all your characters after um, like you just swap a couple letters of childhood friends <laughs> or or people that were weird, you know, in your life growing up, or, or how do, how do you name things? Well, I was a big uh, Salinger guy growing up. Like I read all of his books, which was like six, so it wasn't sure. didn't take very long. But JD for those in JD the Salinger, JD not Salinger. <laughs> JD. and so I always try to find. We like, try to educate our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what does JD stand for, by the way? I don't. Uh, Jerome. Jerome David. Jerome David. I think it. I think it's Jermaine Jeffrey. So like, not to get English majory, but I like the idea of like symbols. But that being said, like, uh, my girlfriend was in it with me, and originally I had the idea of like her name being something that was easy to yell that would be funny, like a short syllable, like Jill, and then right. my name being George, because I felt like me running up to her was kind of like George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, but she hated the name George. She was just like, that's horrible. So then I went with Ben and Claire, because I just thought Ben was like a good, like BN is Spanish for good. <laughs> so I went with Ben. Man. I thought you were going to be like, it's all Holden Caulfield. I knew there was a process yeah. here. It wasn't well, just some Like random... Holden, like he was called Holden because he liked to hold yeah. on to his child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. God. Yeah. I've mm. been a while since I've read Catch in the Rye. Mm. I remember liking it. I wonder if I ever did. Oh, I'm my probably gosh. Did. You, you went to school in the Midwest. No, no, you, you know teach, what? I, I watched that Emma Stone movie, Easy A, so I, I got what I needed <laughs> nope, out of that nope. story. You know what's good That's about... Scarlet Letter. Oh, Catcher in the Rye, Scarlet Letter. Yeah, didn't things. read that one either, obviously. <laughs> two different things, buddy. <laughs> All of Salinger's books are very... Like, I, I read a little bit of biography. It's like very... Uh, he spent a lot of time on them, and they're not very long, so they they read so easily, but they're not like it's not like right. stupid stuff. It's just like no. oh, that's beautiful and easy to read, and you feel like you know that person. Is is there access to uh, not uh, obviously Salinger, no no not not <laughs> finished copies, but the yeah. process of of how he got to the final thing because it does end up short and easy to read and stuff. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to go see what he's cut out and what he's changed and what he's reworked and. I was looking process. at a biography, and they had clips of that, which was cool. But then also, I guess he used to just try to publish things in the New Yorker, and mm-hmm. so I'm sure those are somewhere, like the ones that so that right. they took from to become that. But uh, well, we can nerd yeah. out about books because for the holiday, <laughs> this past holiday, my wife uh, got me a first edition of my favorite book of all time, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow. And I'm now in possession of that. And I got uh, the audiobook of the new Bruce Springsteen biography. Oh, nice! That Born to Run. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, did you get him to sign it? No, because it was the audio book. No, I know. I, I, got, I see what you did there. You're Canadian. Uh, sorry. He's good. I have one of those He's days. good. Uh, by the way, uh, look at that transgression of Salinger 
to Douglas Adams <laughs> to an audio book of <laughs> Lord Run. Who by sings, Bruce, by the way. He that? fucking That's Bruce, like his music is an audio book. But it's, this is true. This is very true. <laughs> like, but it's buy all of his albums. That's a long book to sing. But then again, he could do it in <laughs> one show. And you know, sung right? by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and you know what? He put, he put out an audio book. Born co- in America. <laughs> I was... I don't like your tone. 1970. <laughs> but he did put out an audio companion to the book too. Like, oh, that would no, be amazing. That's a great bit. Reads. We got we got to do that. Speaking of short, we got to do that. He reads the audio book, right. which I think is funny too. Yeah. But yeah. Also, like Born to Run, like yeah, I understand. There's probably someone who was like, uh, you know, who'll be like, oh well, it's easily recognizable because it's your most famous song and I'll, I'll, whatever, and they'll sell you more copies of your book or whatever. But like, it's a very lazy title. Yeah. No, that's it. So you think it's a? I don't. I think it's. I like, mean, it's like you already named something. Born to Run. Name it. Like, a, what do you a, want a, him to name it? Dan? A lyric from Born to Run. After seeing like and hearing about Mariah Carey, I don't think that's lazy at all. <laughs> like, oh my god, dude, <laughs> she was fucking like. I like was that's watching, lazy. Watching like, that. That's, how wa- bad was that? Watching that with a live oh. Twitter feed in real time is like the greatest thing ever. Every time there's a train wreck on TV, just go to t- just go to Twitter and watch the real time. Just. Tearing apart of, a, yeah. of an individual. I was, I was working, but my dad told he was like he was like it was worse than watching like a fifth grade play. <laughs> and I was oh. like, Dad, I was in a fifth grade play. <laughs> she now, d- now is he a Mariah fan? Is he? <laughs> he just likes watching the yeah. New Year's. He likes watching, he likes watching too well on TV because he doesn't watch. He doesn't stay up that yeah. late. Usually, yeah. doesn't yeah. see the late night, and then yeah. you see someone not. Oh, it was so brutal. Saying, so you're, yeah, I mean, it, I didn't find well, out about it to the next day. Well, yeah, she, yeah, the, she yeah. didn't. She didn't have the right audio cue. She said she didn't. Sa- she said there was no sound check, which apparently it was a lie. And then she took her earbuds out. So once she realized she couldn't hear anything, she took her earbuds out. So there's no chance in, in resurrecting it. But it's also you're singing your most popular song. You can't just kind of like yeah. nail it along with it. Like yeah. how many times have you sung that song yeah. as a human being? So I don't know. Well, Mariah it's harder when the camera's on you. And like. it's also harder when if you're singing the song and the music doesn't match up sync because, you know, there's no live band, so it's not like the band can be like, okay, quick stop-start, guys, and get her back on track. Yeah. Almost, know, it's a click track. So. Almost every late night that I've done on TV, which is like four. I've, which apparently I've your dad doesn't joke. watch because you'll stay up <laughs> yeah. late. So. Yeah. I've, lo- I've forgotten a joke in every single... Yeah. Oh, I you have? Yeah, every single experience? I think there was... Oh, the last cool. one, I did it like a bunch of times, so I didn't I didn't forget anything, but all the, right. like, the first three, uh, everyone... I think what happens is they, they laugh a lot at a joke that no one in the clubs laughs at. So I'm just like, I'm amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Closer. <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, I can't remember Big it. finish. Big finish. Let's do it, guys. <laughs> yeah, your big finish is, uh, can I just jump on the couch? Uh, just go over there and sit yeah. down no. and take my big <laughs> All right. Now, I've heard stories about people that do, they do live shows. They actually, like, like uh, they didn't get it all, so they'll, they'll do it again. Have you ever had them do that? <clears throat> yeah, I did. I When I did my half hour, I did a joke where I did something physical. And they they made me come out after my set and be like, do that again so we can get it from a wide shot. Oh, right. And I think if I were ever do that again, or advice for anybody that ever does that, is like, just tell the audience, be like, I'm doing this again. Oh, you didn't even tell the audience. They That's got to be awkward. No, as I shit. think I didn't know. I thought the audience heard them oh, tell that me, stage, but then I realized that the stage manager's got to yeah. hook that yeah. up, yeah. man. Because oh, then I just did it, and they laughed and they liked it. But I think it would be more fun if I was like, nah, I got to yeah. do this yeah. again. Hey so guys, pretend that. <laughs> let's pretend that I'm funny right here. That was going to be my next question: Is do you ever get red light syndrome? Like, have because you know you're gonna you're taping your album. Yeah. You know you're taping the half yeah. hour, you know, and you planned it out, or maybe there's a board with a ever your set <laughs> list, or whatever backup yeah. devices you have. But yeah. uh, do you do you ever get red light syndrome? Is that uh, something you had to weed out? I think I, I still get it a little bit. Like I think the, it's like growing up. 
I grew up in a, Indiana, so we played bat. We had a basketball hoop in our yard. We always and I, you're always better at that than you are in practice or in a game because it's just Absolutely. like this is comfortable. So I'm always better at a club when no one's recording anything and it's perfect or whatever. Whenever there's a camera or a thing. It, when it comes to stand-up, I feel like there's a little bit of me that can't let go of that, and that's not good. But I think as an actor, it's easier because it's like you're doing multiple takes and events. Right. Like you're, just you know, like, there's a cushion. There, that's yeah. your job. You yeah, have to be like, editing and all that you stuff. have to be like, oh, that's not there. But as a stand-up, you're like, this doesn't happen all the time. Like, <laughs> especially because <laughs> yeah. usually the people watching it know, and sometimes that times that sometimes that changes them. Like it's easiest to do it when I'm just taping myself and I'm the only one that knows it. Right. Yeah. So speaking of sports in yeah. Indiana, yeah. And uh, I love one of your jokes about losing. <laughs> I think it was 84, 84 to, nothing. to nothing. Is that yeah. that's a pretty big score? And yeah, you know that's how you, did you lose to East Chicago. No, <laughs> we lost to uh, Tipton. You're High not School. gonna you're not gonna live that down, by the way. <laughs> what? It's East. I know. I, I uh, East Chicago did have a really good snare drum <laughs> on their band, <laughs> yeah. their marching band. I was like, they probably have a good cover for it's that. My Uncle Chuck, <laughs> man. My Uncle Chuck. Um, that game, the team we were playing against was leaving the conference, so there was no like, uh, oh, we're gonna, they were never gonna have to play us again, probably. Right. And and the third <laughs> quarter, the power went out on the field, and I think it's because someone was like, this has to like stop. Just this has to. Oh my god, and that'd be we, so great. They didn't. We just went into the locker room, and our coach went to their coach, was like, we just do like a running clock, and he's like, he was like, no, and he's like, well, can you take your stars out? He's like, no, and they just like rammed the score. The coach's son Jesus was like Christ. a wide receiver, and he wanted to get all state, so they just like. And the thing about that game Jesus is, Christ, I started a quarterback. I didn't feel Wait, like I played that bad. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, like when you lose by that much, it's like, oh, we moved the ball a couple times. Like, yeah. it wasn't. I got a couple completions. Like, it wasn't as bad. As yeah, sounds. I mean, there was always. There was <laughs> and it a, sounds really bad. I played. I played soccer in high school because I, I was a much smaller man. Um, <laughs> and we uh, there was always a team that like just just annihilated everyone. And, and mm-hmm. like I think True. when we were playing them, I think. By halftime, and in soccer, they're up like twelve to yeah. nothing, wow. yeah. and to the point where the second half was just them practicing ball control, ah. sure. <laughs> working their triangles. They're like just doing the triangles, one two touches. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, ah, oh, fuck you, fucks. Like this is bullshit. And you were goalie too. I right? was. So, so I'm yeah. like, so and the funny thing is, is, is my mom wasn't watching the game because over the railroad tracks, my younger brother's playing on the var- mm-hmm. uh, the JV team. Yeah. So they went to go watch my younger brother play, and like uh, one of the dads like kind of walked across the railroad tracks to just kind of watch both games. And yeah. my mom asked him like, you know, how, how's everyone doing? He's like, oh, well, you know, they're doing all right. And she goes, how's Matt doing? And, and she's like, you know, considering the amount of shots he's taking on goal, he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. His percentage is really <laughs> like, you know, I mean, all things considered, you know, he's stopping sure. a few. <laughs> so when you guys are down and. Yeah, an exorbitant amount of points. Yeah. Do you, do you just start running trick plays? Do you, like, what did you guys? Or you're like, nope, we're sticking to the ground and pound. We're just gonna. <laughs> yeah, we're sticking to the game plan. The thing about us losing that wasn't we lost every game. That like we were not a good team. So yeah, I yeah. think if we tried as trick play, it would have been over. Like, cause trick plays <laughs> take a little longer to do. We literally like the passes we completed was like a dump to the tight end and right. like throw like little stuff. So I think it was just us like. It was fun still. Like, I don't remember it being – because you're not playing both. If I was defense, yeah. it might have sucked. But it was like, oh, right. we're trying, and it was yeah, fun. Yeah. And uh, we knew that they were being really mean about yeah, it. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah, like, not even <laughs> like – you see, like, they're leaving the conference. They bring in, like, ringers. You know, yeah, there's, like, dudes with full mustaches they, coming they, in. and They put in their second string, and it's yeah. like a practice game in the third quarter or fourth quarter. But it was like, no, this is ridiculous. Crazy. Did like the uh, yards were, like, all the, the did, inmates come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did even – did even parents stop showing up like towards the end of the season? Like, the did it get pretty? We were always supported every year we played. We like we won. We never had a winning season except my freshman year when I wasn't playing varsity. And people came every game, away games, wow. games. Like we were very. It's small town Indiana, and it's sure. the fall before basketball starts. It's like 
it was fun like and i think like i I, I'm a Bears fan, and they're really bad. They were really bad this year, and I'll watch them. Like, oh, it's still you still watch for something, especially if your kids out there or your friends out there. So sure. So we had support. It Do you, like you have friends in the NFL? Did you have anybody? My make brother it? did. My uh, my brother played in college, and then a couple of his friends played. One of them played for the Packers, and one of them played for oh, the Chiefs. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's always cool. fun. I went to high school with, with uh, one of the captains on the uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, the Colts. Oh, when really? they won the Super Bowl. When they won the Super Bowl. Right. Who was that? Yeah. Gary Brackett. Okay. Yeah. Nice. He's fifty-eight. Yeah. He's retired nice. now. So. He's old like me. He's retired. I know. No, but he's, he's retired. No, he's, he's 34. But no, he's, yeah. he's, he's you know, what's funny about him, though, is he was one of those guys that was always told he was too small, too yeah, whatever. That's you know, right. Yeah, he, he told us. Like, but he always just, like, was just became a really awesome, like, to any, let anyone ever tell him he was, like, you know, not good enough for stuff. To any, like, future like NFL yeah, players. He's Rudy. He was Rudy. That is true. Like, <laughs> my brother's friends that played, like, they, uh, they didn't play a lot in college. Like, they were both yeah. tight ends that made it. They were just very athletic. And when you get to right. the NFL, it's all about, oh, you haven't been injured? Oh, you can run yeah, and right, hit faster right. than everybody? Oh, come do yeah. special teams and come I mean, do yeah, yeah. play and tight ends. And he, like, murdered in high school. He was really great in high school. Yeah. And, like, he, like, got a walk-on to, like, Rutgers and then, like, yeah. he earned his spot. And then he, I, I, I want to say he wasn't even drafted. I think he actually tried out for the Colts and made it. For yeah, the Colts cool. Team. Special team, same idea. Became yeah. captain, defense, and, and those guys know how to like work out, and so like, yeah, yeah. teams like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, and, yeah better. He's, he's got a good head on the shoulder. Yeah. Too. All right, so final whistle blows. It's eighty-four nothing, <laughs> and then it's straight to the stage for stand-up comedy for the rest of your life. Is that ultimately what happened? Uh, Didn't even take the pads off. First set that night. <laughs> that joke. Yeah, that joke. We just lost eighty-four nothing. Yeah. No, I still had dreams of playing professionally or whatever like really? i was i was only a sophomore so i had i had multiple years of sports ahead and it was a small school so i mm-hmm. like it's not like i was gonna lose my job to anybody if i did i would move to another position or whatever so i still played it wasn't until college when i like wasn't good enough to play in college at a, like a division one level where i like started doing like sketch and improv and then that summer before uh my junior year of college i was in chicago for the first time and doing open mics and stuff that's so. cool what yeah. a great scene so so paint the picture if you could like the yeah. scene who yeah. who were your peers and, yeah. and who were you working with at that time well like the very first people were like south side chicago comedy club people who are still sort of there like that scene is more like people who had other jobs but were really good and still like kind of work the road to this day and uh denise ramson brian hicks like sort of people you might not recognize but if you ever saw them in a club you'd be like mm-hmm. oh they're really funny and Fritz, uh, Ken Schultz lives here now. He was he was in that group, and then the people in the city. When I started going to the city, that was like people who you would recognize. Like uh, T.J. Miller was there like all the time. I was there, and then Hannibal was there, and Kumail. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of like the and more. Cameron Esposito too, Cameron, probably. Yep, Cameron started a little guys. after me, and uh, so she was there, and then. There was another person I was about to say. Oh, Nick Vatterot's here now. He yep. was, he yeah. was there. Cool. Jared Logan. Chicago guys. Kane was a Chicago guy. Kanane had left before. Kanane and P. Bronger Holmes? and P. Holmes, Chicago? they had all yeah, left all right left before there. I started yeah. in the city. Gosh. Yeah. And we're all trying to save the Lincoln Lodge, man. That's the Still? deal. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just put out a uh, GoFundMe or Kickstarter yeah. about it? Well, the actual restaurant, I think, either closed or something or like that. Or something. Yeah, yeah, or moved yeah. or something. But uh, So it's a different location. You know, it's funny. I just sort of always worked wherever they would have me and it didn't seem to me at the time important to get into showcases because i was just trying to get new material and, and work clubs and stuff so i've been to the lincoln lodge but i was more connected with like the clubs i started off with sure in zanies now like it's been really really supportive of me so ultimately you moved to la yeah so, so why la over new york was there a, so, a specific reason no you know i i don't make my own decisions i think yeah. <laughs> okay. i had uh i had a manager that i got that was in la and uh i was going on tape for a lot of auditions and stuff and in Chicago and then eventually he was like you should just come out here for a pilot season so I just did and then stayed 
and uh yeah never never left yeah, yeah that's how it <laughs> yeah. works yeah that's how it works very yeah. cool yeah, yeah i feel like a lot of people have that story about like you know they go to la for pilot season or whatever and then there's also like the story's always like oh i went to la because i like the weather better or there's more opportunities for writing or whatever it is they want to do yeah and i've never gotten any of those opportunities but, <laughs> <laughs> but they're there <laughs> like i it think i was telling for me <laughs> i think i was telling mark when i saw him because it was like right after we toured for last comic standing i was like i'm employed right now he's like you're not unemployed you're a comedian i was like yeah. well yeah, yeah kind you, of. you can never <laughs> technically be a, Unemployed or employed, unless you're actually doing something that evening. Yeah, right? and the scene in LA, I feel like is—I like, don't want to say it's exploded, but like it definitely has had a nice resurgence. Like, yeah, I think it all kind of centered around the comedy stores. It seems like the comedy stores kind of like started to kind of do some more interesting stuff. And I don't know who's booking it these days, but uh, it seems like that's actually kind of become a hub for a lot more uh, that LA activity. I cannot speak on the comedy store. <laughs> I mean, no, I have I friends just, that have shows that just I get the to vibes do in that the I get room. from people. They say that the, yeah. the, the comedy store is is kind of become. It used to be this not great thing and now it's yeah. a great thing again. So. Yeah, when I first moved there, there were people were like, oh yeah, don't waste your time to go there. But yeah, now it's yeah, very... And then I think Gerard had a lot to do with that because Gerard Gerard, really? and Kevin Christie, like they were all comedy store guys and they're... Yeah, and like, and you know, I feel great. like also like Joe Rogan, like him being like, just like him and his popularity of his podcast. I mean, maybe he's, he's maybe more Ice House then. And Bill Burr goes there, like yeah, Louis... Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently but, when Louis went there, it was a couple <laughs> years ago, that Tommy, the guy that used to book it, they had to go up to Tommy and be like, this guy is like, he's, he's doing like, you should just let him go up yeah because right, right. like people at the comics it's like their own little world it's probably like clubs around here where it's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah Absolutely. that's great what you did but we're gonna have our own little way to do yeah it. but how do you not know louis ck at the co- i think it was like before his show was before started, louis so louis, okay and if you if you're a booker of a club you might be like oh everyone's got a special or whatever you know like i don't know even well it's 2016 it feels yeah. like it's and all that stuff's hindsight right i mean yeah. everyone's been told oh no of course they've i mean you know, yes, everyone's right? everyone's got that story where it's like oh like i mean the seller down here before i remember there being a story uh very recently that happened Transpiring over like on a social media where like Seinfeld got up and like someone accidentally lit Seinfeld and they're like you don't like Seinfeld <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> I think it's funny when people get upset about that like I understand if Seinfeld gets upset about it but I don't I think, think Seinfeld got upset I think yeah. the whole staff was just like oh Jesus Christ what <laughs> happened <laughs> I was I was backstage at the West Side in L A in Santa Monica and um, there was Grant, George Wallace was on stage yeah, yeah. and someone was telling him or talking about how much time he was doing and a comedian backstage was like oh you don't like George Wallace you don't like which might be true maybe you don't like George yeah. Wallace but he asked for light I was there like he wanted yeah, to, yeah. and then the guy that went up after him that was complaining about that he just blew the light way past so yeah. I was like oh you didn't want a light why didn't yeah, you just say that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes it was his way of asking i mean we did a show at south by southwest where it was like you know uh, our headliner it was like ah we the last two shows we've had at south by southwest like, yeah i ah, don't let them on it go. was supposed to be 20 and it was the end of the night and the guy's like ah, it's the end of the night they're yeah. murdering let them let, let them go i mean it was eliza slessinger and sinbad you know so i mean you know. Sinbad, like you say, hey, twenty minutes. That guy will do an hour and a half. Like he'll just talk <laughs> to the crowd. He's an incredible comedian. Well, what I love about Sinbad, one of the first books I read, Sinbad's a, Guide to Life, because I know everything. No, it was. Oh, just damn it! <laughs> uh, it was that, just an th- by the way, that was his e Chicago. That, w- that just uh, <laughs> that ship just. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it was just an interview book where he did oh, an interview okay. where he said he had never bombed before. <laughs> you know, he, I have oh, heard that really? story. He's yeah. talked about that. He's like, I don't, which it's good for a comedian to think that. Right, <laughs> right. It's but his whole story is really weird, too. Like, he started off, like, Bill Cosby discovered him as a, as a basically a crowd warm comedian. It kind okay. of like gave him all of his shots, too. But I can see how he wouldn't think in his head how he wouldn't bomb. And, and Cosby even said, he was like, I've never seen this guy bomb. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you're doing crowd work, you can always that's, find that's something. That's thing. He's like, hey, you know right. who's got a who's got a relationship that needs me yeah. my help figuring it out. So like, you're not necessarily. Sometimes he's just talking to the crowd and like 
three minutes have transpired and not a single joke's been told, but it's also <laughs> he's just like trying to get something out of him. So I where guess that's technically not bombing. Where yeah. do you where do you draw the line? If you don't swing, you don't miss, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the backwards K. <laughs> yeah. You don't want the backwards K. Um, where where do you draw the line at like deciding whether or not you're gonna go with a nickname, you know, <laughs> and then and then own it to the point where it's like no, it's Sinbad, and it's just now it's Sinbad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you have to make that conscious effort and decision. Yeah. Well, is that his real name? And he just doesn't no. have a last name? Like Madonna? No, no, it's not. It's not his name. It's just like a nickname, right? Oh. Yeah. So, so it's. I was thought you were going more like a the entertainer route. Like well, <laughs> right, but Cedric, I'm assuming, is his real name. I don't know Cedric's real name, actual name. Yeah. I mean, and he is an entertainer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it's. But but if you're if you're gonna be like it's like Lil Bow Wow's no longer Lil. Yeah, and his Bow name's wow. not Lil or Bow Wow. It's yeah. just like he All chose right. to do that. Like, <laughs> I think it has something to do with. Who you perform in front of? Like I, I don't, I don't know, but like skin tone. Is that what yeah, it seems like a lot more black room comedians have nicknames. I, My I friend's Ken. He's not Little Ken. Like, and he's not a big guy. He no. could have been Little Ken, <laughs> but he's not Little Ken. And well, that's not yeah, a com- big Jay Okerson, but he started off in black rooms. But actually, that's not. A, yeah, see, that's not right, a comment right, on right. bad or good. It's just no, no, like no. the room I, you start off. When I first moved to Chicago, I I wanted to play in a baseball league in the summer because I wanted to try out for the team in college. Right. And the only team that needed players was a team that was all black guys, and then me and another white guy named John. And I know that because they called me John a lot. <laughs> One of them's got to be yeah, John. I know. <laughs> and I was upset because my batting average was a lot higher than, <laughs> than, than John. But anyways, <laughs> one time. I felt they should have called you both Michael. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> yeah. One of one of the times. It was it was pretty competitive. It wasn't, and my dad was in his. And, pro- and dare you correct them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they would have been. It would have been funny. <laughs> my dad played with us one time because we didn't have enough guys. And my dad was like almost 50, but it didn't matter. He's right. in the outfield. And his name's Get Ray. Get over here, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, his name was Ray, and they called him Ray Ray. And I was like, oh, that's cool. My dad's got a nickname yeah, Ray now Ray yeah. in the black community. <laughs> that's like, that's so great. <laughs> well, yeah, because Big J. Okerson is, uh, from what I understand, is his, he had two what, childhood friends. There were two guys named Jay, so it was Big J and Little J. Yeah, oh, okay. I think, yeah, I, I think that's fair. how that came. Sure. I also think that he was often called Big J in certain rooms because people were certain coming up because no one knew how to pronounce Okerson. Well, so. right. I think also that might be a thing. Uh, Owen Smith is a comedian. Yeah. Who, uh, he, cool dude. Yeah we, yeah, we worked together one time, and my last name's Palisac, and it's yeah. spelled really weird. And he's putting it in his phone, and I spelled it for him, and he's like, oh, that's like a black person's name. Michael <laughs> P., everybody. So Get I think maybe P. in Master that community, P. names are harder to pronounce sometimes. So mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, yeah. we're going to shorten it. Like one one of the comedians is like, you should be Mike P., like when I first started yeah, out. Right. I do like right. the more urban rooms sure whatever. but i never went with mike p i just stuck with like they're gonna learn the whole slow yeah yeah <laughs> right. i'm hey slow as learn. well man yeah. they learn midwest thing i guess so yeah i think i'm all about pierogies i think your last name is my grandma's maiden name what really? yeah i that it's so the, the only midwestern siemens yeah the, the, the high concentration of siemens is the the, the <laughs> so wonder good. where the high concentrations of semen are <laughs> just down below the belt most of the time, <laughs> but not on the map of the U.S. Uh, most of them are found like on the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Yeah, they started out in Pennsylvania, then and then they moved to Cleveland because the race yeah, section was too bad. Yeah, yeah. we're related. I wonder the if we scrotum area. Very well, could be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll dig into that afterwards because yeah. there's only a few. Yeah, what? What are you doing? Are you doing some sort of undercarriage right now? <laughs> like, What's going on? Like you know, Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> can't look at you anymore, uh, man. I don't can't know look at you anymore. I'm just trying to think of different so, ways to make. So, so with name. the baseball thing yeah. and, and sports and comedy, did you did you watch Everybody Want Some? Did you watch the uh, <laughs> no, the he movie? Was, he was Major League, man. No, major I mean, no, no, no. It just came out. It just came out. Everybody Want Some. It came out. 
I love I love that guy in his movies, but I yeah. didn't I didn't get to see it. Oh man, I, I well if we I cross paths before you bail, I'll, I'll I'll give you a copy. Of it. I have it in my place. Yeah, it's you're gonna appreciate it so much just because of what you told me about the baseball thing yeah. and college yeah. and all that stuff. It's probably yeah. right up your alley, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. Definitely check Thanks. it out if I can't get it to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very we'll cool. Do. All right, so so sports comedy ultimately comedy wins out. Yeah, and you've had some great experiences, man. Like we, we're we're joking, but you you've done late night television, which is a very cool thing yeah. to do. And and uh, and talk a little bit about your last comic standing experience because it's yeah. I feel like it's been different for everyone. Yeah. And some people feel in the beginning it was a lot better than later, and yeah. vice versa. And, and, and one of the years <coughs> to make everyone live in a house. Yeah. And, and so, do, like, so real world type stuff. Yeah. Right. So talk about your experience with last comic standing. Yeah. If, if you the, would for a bit. The well, I mean, I tried out a couple of times, uh, which is weird to me. How like, I mean, I tried out when I was a couple years in, and I. And then, like, I got to do The Tonight Show with pretty much the same set that I tried out in front of The Tonight Show people with that they mm. just sort of, like, next me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and you're so like, like, I was just on national television. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's the one I took to national television. Oh, like, gotcha. Years, so the other way years later, it was, like, right. the same jokes that they liked that they didn't pay attention to first. But I so I think there's part of it's luck and having representation and stuff. But the, the time where I moved forward in it, it was really interesting because uh, there was a comedian out of Detroit. I can't remember his name now, but he changed my life. I was working in <laughs> Cleveland, and he had done Last Comic the year before, and I was talking to him about it, and he was like, oh, I think they're doing it again. They're going to start like in a couple weeks. And I talked to the producers about it because I tried out. like I did it the year before, but they didn't use my stuff, and they were like, you should do it again. So I just emailed them, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll put you in. So I got to just kind of like found out the week before that I was yeah. going to do it. Oh, cool. And we taped it in like two weeks. Or th- it ended up being, I think, three weeks total. And it was just really fun. Like I kind of approached it as like a really long open mic where the lights were on you in the green room the whole time. Mm. And... Yeah people kind of burn out early on it. Like if they ever do it again and you're a comic, like if you're in the green room, it doesn't, you don't have to be funny. You don't have to, you can just like, I was basically yeah. napping cause I flew in that morning. Yeah, was they, <laughs> they show almost nothing from the green. Yeah. Room they tape for eight hours a day in there. And it's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> so sure. It's it, all about it your set. The, it is one of those shows where like, I, I feel like it's polarizing in the comedy community. Cause like some people have really great experiences about it. And some people are like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I got to show up here at this time for this thing. And there was other people, like, open micers were being upset that, like, people with representation didn't have to yeah. wait in line for hours. Like, it's it's good to hear that you had a good experience because, like, it is one of those things where, depending on what year you're on it or who was yeah. producing at the time, like, some people had really bad experiences with it and some people... Really and also, you, you know, whether people legitimized it or it's like ah it's last comic thing yeah. until they need it and then they're like oh and yeah, I'm on I mean, last listen, comic stand yeah for years my manager was like I mean he was great but he was like <clears throat> he didn't like the show or whatever and then <clears throat> most recently when I did it he was supportive of me doing it and it was like without that like I like that's how I was able to live like I went on yeah. tour we did 80 shows and it was like living yeah on who, a bus. who was on your tour that year? Who, what was it was uh, Andy Erickson right who was great and then yeah uh, he's cool I like d- him or it's a she from Minnesota um, yeah, I know she's blonde hair. I'm just messing yeah, yeah. with <laughs> <Just> her. <laughs> testing you. <laughs> and then we can edit that out. Uh, she's really cool. And then uh, Dominique from D.C., but she lives in L.A., Clayton mm-hmm. English, and I slept below Ian Bag on the bus. Oh. So I want to say, was that the year that... The Canadian, eh? Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> he got Rod- his hockey stick from the Kings. Was that the year oh, Rodman cool. won? No, that was the year before us. The year before you. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. So our year was the last year ever right now. We're the last... Yeah, yeah. Wanda Sykes produced the last <clears throat> two seasons. Yeah. It, yeah mm-hmm. okay. it was really fun to do. I, w- I loved... Norm Macdonald was like the first comedian I ever yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. L- that I really was like, oh, I l- I like this. That I see this is stand up, and and to have him watch me and and sort of 
Talk to me yeah, about you, that. So it was so great. Norm, yeah. uh, I want to say Keenan and Roseanne. Roseanne, yeah. Roseanne? And then, yeah, Norm replaced Russell Peters. So yeah. Think, okay. Yeah. yeah, which was good for me because the year before, Russell Peters wasn't a fan. So I was like, oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. And Clayton, who won ultimately, right? Yeah, Clayton he, won. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. I feel like he was from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. he's from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think it's a great show because like, you're basically seeing people on television, especially ones that go far, far multiple times on national television in the primetime slot. Yeah. And um, as a But there are definitely some people where like I think it was like I, I, they always want to remember is like Doug Benson. He tried it the year before and everyone's like no. And it was funny because they're like why are you saying no to Doug Benson? Like Doug Benson had a name at that time. Yeah. And then the second year he tried out and they said come out with a little more attitude and he came out like yeah. sarcastically and like kicked the mic stand <laughs> yeah. over. And they said, "Okay, you're in." Yeah. And, and Doug was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. And this was before Doug became stoner Doug yeah, Benson, yeah. but um, no, I remember then, seeing that. I saw yeah, yeah. that episode. But they really touted that they had Amy Schumer. Like, oh, we found Amy Schumer. It's like, eh. Yeah. I don't know if Amy Schumer went that far in that season she was in. Well, she that was back when they did it. Like, they weren't in a house, but they did it live. They a did lot it of live. Them. Yeah. And Jay Moore was an executive producer. He's, he's, I think he originally started it and hosted it. And then gotcha. I want to say Anthony. Anthony. We had Bill Bellamy host. Bill Bellamy hosted a couple years. Like, and. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but I can picture his Anthony face. Anthony Jeselnik? Jeselnik no. did it, my Jeselnik yeah. hosted it the last yeah. two years, I think. No, it was... Uh, Nick Cannon? The black use? guy with the nickname... Uh, <laughs> Ray Ray? J.B. Smoove? J.B. Oh, Smoove. Smoove. Yeah, J.B. Smoove. <laughs> Smoove was funny as shit, man. God, black guy funny. with the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Please name your album that. <laughs> you should. Michael Palasek. You know, the black guy <laughs> with black the nickname. <laughs> Well, what's uh? I mean, Neil Brennan named his album like "Women and uh, Women and Black Dudes." I think it was like oh, those, really? those are the two people that liked his uh, his audience. <laughs> and then uh, Chris D'Elia, white male black comic, I think mm-hmm. was like another yeah, that's so, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> black got a nickname. That's a good album title. It's a great album title. I'm taking it if you don't want it. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to be putting that. <laughs> I don't want to be paying myself in that corner. <laughs> All right, cool. So you got this short and, yeah. a, and a new album, which is very cool. Yeah. And, and and the way Audible works is they, they, they have it sort of exclusively for yeah, a little while, Yeah, if you while, subscribe very to cool. Audible, it's like you can do it through Amazon or through Audible, mm-hmm. and then you just you can listen to all the stuff for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And they usually have bonus stuff, too, Yeah, on, on the Audible stuff, which has been really cool. And they have, cool. like, tons of stand-up, because it used to be Rooftop, and they have, yep. like, right. a huge library. Yeah, like, Rooftop stuff. is basically, they were bought by Audible a couple years back, mm-hmm. and they kind of... And they've been having great releases, man. Yeah, Posein well, they just, put launched, new one they out just launched Channels this year, which is kind of like their version of original content broadcasting right. type of stuff too so yeah yeah they're doing a lot of stuff in that game in that space it's really interesting too and now like amazon's taking over the other space with that like the virtual reality with the amazon echo i'm sure it's even easier to get all that stuff my only problem is that they're all warriors fans and i can't stand uh, it. oh man uh, yeah, i don't know man I don't, I don't know if you can you can line yourself oh uh, no i can't from the cleveland area i can't no. either, man. so i'm anti <laughs> you know yeah. what's weird about the golden state warriors is like three years ago it was cool that they were doing well, and everyone was kind of like, yeah, yeah, these guys are cool. Yeah. And they instantly turned into villains, <laughs> yep. man. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it wasn't even on a dime. It was, it, they they went from like, this is a neat idea, yeah. to I wish they did never <laughs> existed yeah. in the NBA. I it's remember crazy. watching Steph Curry probably like two years before their first year of the finals, and I was like, oh, he's that guy's really good. And yeah. no one was talking about and him, no, and he was smaller, and he was hitting threes. And I was like, oh, that sucks that he's playing. And then like you're exactly right. Because it's East Coast bias. No one's yeah. staying up for those late Clipper yeah. Warrior yeah. games. Yeah. And <laughs> and this guy's crushing it, yeah. you know? And then all of a sudden, I think, I think it was – uh, Draymond Green and then the guy from the Sixers, uh, Iguodala, that just like, yeah. oh, this is this is a team now. Yeah. And then now they have Durant. By the way, Iguodala, this guy, look this guy up, uh, Matt, because I don't know Iguodala? if you know Andre. I- Iguodala. Andre Iguodala. Yeah. 
his arms are so cut. Like yeah. it's like it's like someone carved him before every guy. <laughs> like, can I get a fresh shaving <laughs> right before I go out? Just just so the light hits right. Yeah, and he comes off he's the not bench. Huge. He's just yeah. So he's crazy yeah. cut. It's nuts. He was like an Olympic. He was like yeah. a, one of the best players, and he probably still is. He's just on the bad team. Uh, all right, so real quick oh, to basketball. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah, want to talk sorry. sports too no, much no, longer. Fine. Let's go but back to the dildos. But, <laughs> but it's obviously we have an array of dildos. It's probably going to be Cavs Warriors again. Does Durant put him over the edge? Do you think? Or I think what the the mistake that the Warriors did is they let go of their big guys because I think that was yeah. the way they sort of shut down to LeBron. Bogut, right? Bogut and Azili. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I I mean I as I. I lean more toward, uh, obviously, more towards Cleveland. So I, w- I liked, and I think Kyrie's just getting better. He's awesome, man. And Steph, that's a long playoffs for him. He's not that big. So mm-hmm. I think the difference will be. And he's got knee and ankle issues, man. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be the, what, the, the other splash brother. Like, if, like when he controls the game, Clay then it's, it's really hard. So I think it'll be like him that like either puts him over the top. Sure. Like, yeah. All right. But Matt, I think it's sorry, Cleveland sorry, and Steph again. No, actually, <laughs> the whole time you're talking about, uh, about, about basketball, I'm just thinking about a documentary. I listened to a podcast about like. The difference between like uh, team sports and non-team sports, and how uh, and uh, basketball is very much like a it's a, it's a based on a superstar, and you only need one or two big mm-hmm. time dudes yeah. to win a to win a game because not everyone needs to touch the ball all the time. Versus an actual team that's needed in like soccer, yeah. Where right, for example, you, you need, work the ball you need, the back. You need, four, you, you need up. You need almost every guy on the field to touch the ball before you can score. Mm-hmm. So you're only as good as your weakest link. Where right. in basketball, you just need like one dude to run house on everyone. And so. then in tennis. You know, singles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. You're, you're the you know, weakest you're, and the best yeah. link. You got to have you're, two good hands. But I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember, like, as you're talking, I'm like, yeah, well, this goes back to this, like, you know, documentary I was watching about. Yeah. Oh, about cool. true team sports versus I wonder, was that on Netflix? I want to say it was a Gladwell thing from maybe Gladwell's podcast that came oh. out. You know what's interesting about what you say, though? I think that works in the regular season, but in the big-time games, it seems like the only teams that are able to work is, like, the team that's able to play as a team for yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, and then have one no guy take over for a second. Because, yeah, yeah. 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 like, when LeBron was with Cleveland the first time, he didn't have anybody else, and it was just like... Yeah, the first three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if if it's not the block this time in Game 7, what's it going to be? The what's steal. The trip? Oh, the steal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll do the steal. I think he pickpockets Curry. And then the the Christmas Day game was great with KD tripping over the ghost of Larry David's leg. Yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> right after that happened, I just... I, I tweeted instantly. I was, I was just like, KD eating it on uh. the ghost of Larry <laughs> David's leg, man. Have you ever had Mike Polk on your podcast? So, so Mike Polk went to school with my brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's awesome. Yeah. He know, he has a really funny video online about when Jordan hit the shot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was at that game, by the way. Really? Yeah. It was mo- one of the most depressing days of my yeah. life. When yeah. Jordan hit the shot. Oh, the, when he was like ill and like hit the. No, no, that no, was a different game. Oh, he oh just another game where Michael Jordan yeah. made an incredible play. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Career. But he. he <laughs> this was like it. the one that like. Led that like that. It sent him to him. the finals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sent the Bulls to the finals that year, and it was over Craig Elo. And I still to this day have a Craig Elo poster where he's making a layup uh, past Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan's like out of focus in the background, yeah. like with his arm halfway yeah. down, going for the swat, and he totally missed it. And yeah. Elo's like, yeah, yeah. and his hair's flowing <laughs> in the wind. I'm just like, yeah, forever. <laughs> yeah, forever. Well, I think people got so ups- upset at that because, and I didn't. Re- I was. A little kid, but my dad said the Cavs were really good that year. Yeah, like that year they could have. Dude, went. Mark Price and yeah. Brad. Do- oh, whatever. All right, <laughs> Matt, I'll edit out 15 minutes. Of that. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> All sorry. the sp- sports. So, so take over for a minute. Ask him some comedy stuff. Uh, what do you so want to know, Matt? You, so you like sports? Yeah. Uh, do, you like, do you like sports comedies? <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, this is why you run the podcast. All right. Favorite <laughs> sports yes. comedy? Seriously, like, what, what do you do? Like, like movie or TV? Yeah, show? major league. 
Um, I liked I liked Major League. I it was, I was take like guys. His, we don't really need to answer. No, no, this he's a ne- he's a necessary roughness guy. Oh, uh, you know what? My favorite one is that uh, <laughs> I think it's called Best of Times with Robin Williams what? and uh, what? Kurt Russell. I don't remember what this. What is this? They they, uh, they reenact a high school football game. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh! I totally don't remember. <laughs> I did not know. He was I on TBS as a kid a lot. And wow, I was this a made for TV? Movie? No, it was it was a movie. Best of Times. Yeah. Look this up right now. I need and to know who else is in it. it it's Kurt. I think it's Kurt Russell and Robin Williams and and they're reenacting a high school football game like 20 years and i think i was like in high school and like the quarterback there's a, the final scene he's just getting like hit by all these and he's like running and it's raining and i was like oh i can relate or whatever <laughs> so i, I, that's why I liked it a lot. I, I remember seeing this image of robin williams in this football uniform yeah but i don't remember and he's a, mascot, a 1986 so. sports comedy yeah and it's Kurt Russell and Rob. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, by the way, you know that color scheme? Same color scheme as the team from Necessary Roughness, the Armadillos. <laughs> oh, it is. It totally is. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even, like, that was, like, kind of a, I, I've never, I don't even remember that movie. You know what? There's a thing uh, going on. 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> going back, going back We got to gotta uh, get that up, you guys. Come, Come on, on listeners, <laughs> people. Let's do this. Come on, <laughs> reporters. <laughs> But bring it out of the vault. Let's, re- <laughs> 20, 20 let's, let's year re-review this thing. <laughs> um, funny enough, going I want to remake it. I'll Dude, do it. It is it's th- the 30th anniversary. You know what? I'm doing a piece on the left foot. <laughs> when did it come out? 86. Yeah, no, but what it's month? It's the 31st. You missed it, buddy. You missed it. 31st. We're 2017. Um, speaking oh, of right. Sinbad and comedy mm-hmm. movies, yeah. are you familiar with what's going on right now in like this crazy like world of like Reddit or something like that? Mm-mm. Okay. People... There are people on Reddit who claim to have remembered a movie starring Sinbad where he played a genie oh, right. called Kazam. But here's the thing. This movie does not exist. No. But there's an entire Reddit thread of like, I remember watching that as a kid. Wait, blah, hold, blah, on blah, blah, blah. hold on a second. Blah, 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 blah. It starts, it starts Sinbad. And Sinbad has gotten into this conversation of like, I did not star in this movie. This movie doesn't exist. I'll make this movie if you'll shut up about it. Like, <laughs> literally, it's like, literally, it's gotten to the point where he's just like, please do not ask me if I was in this Got movie. Got a better yet. idea. Now, I do know, I do remember. Let's have Michael write a six minute short. Yeah. We'll get Sinbad to yeah. do it. <laughs> That's great. And he we'll never sh- bombs. We'll, but we'll, we'll shoot it. We'll shoot it as if it came out in 86. Sounds good. But, like, I remember. I love it. I remember Shazam. With Shaq, Shaq, Shaq right. everyone yeah. remembers that, and that yeah. was like the '90s, I think. Yeah. But Kazam with Sinbad, people swear that's when exists. Shaq should have been working on his free throws. Yeah, exactly. Well, apparently during when he was doing that, he did have he's uh, no hoop. Ben Wallace. He yeah. did have a hoop. Oh he did re- he did require a hoop to be nearby so he could shoot during like. I heard Jordan time. did that during yeah, uh, yeah. the Space Bugs Jam. Bunny one. Yeah, yeah Space Jam. They're Make making a Space sequel Jam. with yeah, LeBron James. Blasphemy. He really does want to be Jordan, LeBron. He was hey, really good in Trainwreck. He was awesome in Trainwreck, yeah. He was. He, he was came good all actor. the way back for these sunglasses? $20 sunglasses. <laughs> but he did. But he Can you did. validate my parking? <laughs> he was he great, was, man. He was great in Trainwreck, but yeah. he also didn't carry Trainwreck. Like, he'd probably have to carry Space Jam. He was there for, hey, man, walk in every, you know, 17th page and deliver one line of dialogue that's very, that's very fair. funny. That's fair. Yeah, so, like, while I liked him in that, he wasn't carrying that movie. I don't know. I mean, Bill Murray was in Space Jam, and Bugs but, Bunny but was in Bill Space Jam. that's Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> that's what I'm I mean, saying. Like, <laughs> like they're good. There's probably gonna be another person yeah, so in it, right? Yeah, so it's not like Jordan was carrying it. Well, he was like, yeah, he kind of was. What was the basketball comedy with Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> oh, jeez. And Celtic Pride. Celtic Pride. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and Belushi. Daniel, Daniel Stern. Or Daniel Stern was it? Daniel Stern, the guy from Home Alone. Yeah, yeah Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. I didn't Stern. see that one, but I wanted him to. and Damon yeah. Wayans. Celtic Pride. Was it Damon Wayans? They're both Celtic. Probably. Fans? 
it was Celtic pride because they were fans of the oh, Celtics. It's not Celtic pride. <laughs> they were fans of the Boston Celtics. They were old school Celtic they fans. Were, it's Celtic pride. <laughs> it's not like, Celtic pride. No fucking Bird River played dance. for the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Really? Did you really not put that together? You know, like, one of my favorite things is just throwing a grenade in like that. Like, and people are very passionate about stuff, you know. Like, oh, you know who's overrated, man? Frank Sinatra. Jesus, right? Are sure. you with me? Sure. So, oh, that's your excuse, buddy. So great. Celtic pride, seriously. That's how it's pronounced, isn't it? Celtic? They're called the Celtics. They no are one called calls the them the Celtics. Right. Which I'm sure is what it started as, but they're called the Celtics. The Celtics. Uh, other basketball comedies. The Will Ferrell one. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The, the <coughs> Semi-pro. 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 That's pretty good. But you know what? All I right. like that movie, but yeah. it was kind of like at the end of like, okay, let's put Will Ferrell in another goofy sports movie and like i think that was i felt like i came in clean to it though i tried not to hold that again like i was i know happy I, to I do it. the same thing yeah. too man i know I, I but like when it was the fourth and woody time, was in it woody, woody harrelson. harrelson was in that movie and i love everything slap shot best, best is that, is that the one with the the whale bone line maybe the, the, the san diego whale's vagina no no, no that's no, whale bone it's made out of whale bone and like he was really angry about no that was blades of glory blades okay, of glory which is also oh yeah blades of glory <clears throat> I don't know if it's underrated, but that's no, it's hilarious. Yeah, like that's very, such a good very well rated. Yeah. Sure, Best movie. sports movie, Slapshot. Yeah, it's a good one. I Definitely like Sandlot. Sandlot. Oh, I mean, I mean, an awkward thing. Love Slapshot. It's pretty good. Are we going sports comedy movies or are we Wait, going was, sports movies? Well, I was trying to stick to basketball. Was oh, Blue basketball. Chips a comedy? No. But it had Shaq the and Nick Nolte. The opening scene of Blue Chips is, is Blue hilarious. Chips a comedy? <laughs> Nick Nolte is just destroying a locker room. <laughs> this is true. This uh, is true. I watched it with my younger brother who played, like, college football, and he just, like, is laughing so hard at this coach <laughs> yeah. who's destroying everything in the locker room. He is room. just kind of ripping the shit out of the thing. Uh, another basketball, possibly comedy. White um, Man Can't Jump, dude. Yeah, White mm-hmm. Man Can't Jump. Um, uh, Common and Queen Latifah are in it. Oh, Joanna Man. <laughs> that is a basketball comedy. Is Not it? the one yeah. you're talking about, but Joanna Man. Yeah. yeah she, uh, is that Wesley Snipes? No, too? no, no. It was I forget the guy's name, but like he's a really cocky NBA player, and like he goes undercover in the WNBA as yeah, a woman he gets named suspended or something. Joanna. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, might be JB Smoove. I don't think. <laughs> you know what? It would be awesome. <laughs> if he made I'll tell you what, JB Smoove, <laughs> his character in Search Party, absolutely yeah. hysterical. Yeah, Did you get oh, to yeah. see that movie yet? I haven't Search seen Party. It. So Wait, funny. the movie or the show? No, no. The TBS the, show. The, the, not TBS the TBS show. show. He's not on that. The, the, the movie. movie. Okay. No, I so with Thomas Middleditch and T.J. Miller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's J.B. Smoove in that movie is hysterical. He was good in the Chris Rock movie. Top five. Uh, top five. Joanna, yeah. man. <laughs> I forgot about First, Joanna, got For the record, we're on, uh, I don't know, we're 100 plus podcasts in. First reference to Joanna, man. <laughs> man I think it is. That's so what Michael Palzak <laughs> brings into the podcast. That's what Michael Palzak <laughs> Joanna, man, in <laughs> the best of times. Yeah, that, that, earned, that earned you a trip back, <laughs> Movies friend. that are 30, more than 30 years old. Oh, here it is. Just Right, starring Common and Queen Latifah. Just Right spelled oh, W-R-I-G-H-T. Yeah, she was like, he was like a player and she was like a nurse or something like uh, something like uh, a, f- a physical therapist. He got hurt and she was just falls for the basketball player. She's helped him recover guys, from a career guys, threatening injury. Guys, we're in New York. We co- completely forgot about the Whoopi Goldberg starring as the coach of the Knicks, Eddie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie. Oh, guys. Like, oh, and Trainwreck. That's a basketball comedy. Oh, Trainwreck is a basketball comedy. Yeah. That's true. They had the New York uh, I thought City, Knicks City Dancers. Did a really good job. Yeah, Mark Oh, I feel bad for Stat, man. Uh, well, Dude he's, was he's rocking. Europe right now. Dude was rocking 20 tens a night. Yeah. For like 12 to 20 nights straight, and yeah. then they made the mellow trade, and that was it. Really? Sucked, man. Yeah. 
Stab was cool. We're not talking about comedy movies anymore. My, no, my, we're talking uh, real life. It my just girlfriend's cousin played anymore. for the Knicks when uh, before come out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Josh Harrelson used to play for Kentucky, oh, and okay. he's with the Knicks for I think either a season or half a season. And when Carmelo was hurt, that's when he had like some big games that sort of. Mm-hmm. And then when Carmelo came back, I don't know Carmelo, so if he's listening, I'm I'm not trying to make fun of him. But yeah. th- when the ball go through him, he. Like yeah, my it's girlfriend's <laughs> cousin stopped getting the ball. My <laughs> <laughs> like girlfriend's cousin stopped getting the ball. <laughs> like, Damn you! His shots, his shots Carmelo went down. Anthony. I don't get to meet NBA players. It's all. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing, man. Yeah. I'm all about this guy Ron Baker right now that the Knicks okay. have. Yeah, yeah. He's got this like '70s haircut. I yeah. thought you were going to say Yao Ming. Is he still on the Knicks? B- no, no. no dude, I, I don't, don't think Yao Ming was ever on the Knicks. Uh, Not Yao Ming. Uh, Lin, Jeremy Lin. Lin. No, Jeremy no, Lin. Yeah. Jeremy Lin. He wow, like, that was very semi-racist of me to confuse the names. No, it's not racist to confuse names or to say that a lot of black comedians have nicknames. That's not. <laughs> that's just an observation. Yeah, what's the name of your album again? Just uh, <laughs> that one thing. Yeah, come. To, oh no. Oh yeah, black people. Uh, <laughs> nicknames. Black people nicknames. <laughs> that one guy with the. <laughs> that one black, black guy. <laughs> I did a show with. A I love <laughs> that you flipped the switch. You went right into it. You're like. <laughs> there was a comedian in Chicago that. Uh, yeah, I thought you were like, oh, we're promoting it. <laughs> This is like Colbert. Um, <laughs> with his his name was Damn Fool. I think there was an L. Damn Fool. And the the Booker, we were at the in the green room, and she was like, "Why don't you just go by Chris?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was a very nice guy. He had funny stuff, but she was just like, "I don't. This is hard to book you." <laughs> like, yeah. Damn. Everywhere. Damn fool. But I think in some rooms it's funny, and yeah, I'm not judging or anything. <laughs> So I'm guessing if you got a sitcom, then it would just be the Michael Palisak show. Yeah, or like something inspired by the environment. Or Palisak. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, wait, did you say inspired by the environment? Like whatever the show's about. Like oh, I have okay. an idea for a show. Like the great indoors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Kevin can wait. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> rambling off the worst <laughs> CBS sitcoms? I haven't watched the great indoors It's pretty yet. bad. Oh, really? I haven't That's watched a bummer. it either. It's, yeah. it's, I work at it's, night. It's a premise... That is just like, oh, millennials are silly, aren't they? All right, guys. I love Joel McHale, though. I love Joel McHale, and he can do better than this. And Adam Sandler was in Kevin Can Wait. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another like, hey, I'm an overweight guy with an attractive wife who I would never get in real life unless I had millions of dollars. Hey, don't don't say that, man. There's there's plenty of people there. Dude, but there are so many examples of like the classic trope of fat husband, sure. super attractive wife, and it's mm. one of them. Yeah, but I think like... It's and by fat, I put it in quotes like TV fat. Where like they're not. I mean, the camera does add fifteen pounds, so you have a little bit of a TV fan. window there. I think TV. there's not a lot of sitcoms on TV anymore, so it's harder to be like, oh, this is just a normal thing. I think that's just like happens to be one of them. It's a comfort that yeah, the people yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, it's like, definitely a trope that that's been out there. But I mean, there's like, also know, like, but there's um, some great sitcoms that are doing like some really like the Carmichael Show. I think is great. Like I think it's like the modern day All in the Family. It's the closest thing we have to anything like that. Um, and Drag Carmichael like tries really hard to kind of make it non. Tropey, like, for example, like you know, uh, one of the most recent episodes, like David Allen Greer, his father, who plays his father on the on the show, is like pro Trump, and like that was like a really weird, interesting, like just different angle than you'd expect it to be, because you'd expect it to be like, oh, he's a minority, so it's Norman you know. Lear, yeah, stuff it, it, right it there. is very Norman Lear, you know, and I think that there's there needs to be more of that, and um, you, you don't know, like just the silly fun sitcom, they're, they're not bad, like, but like, but like that's like, 
you know, it's just uh, you're you know, over it. You're getting old. I'm not over. over it. It's just, I, and I understand why this exists. You come home, you've had a hard day. You don't necessarily want to think. You want to put on TV and just kind of laugh at something. See, um, I think that think, I think that when I think trope is like a dangerous word okay. for me to throw around because I feel like within that uh, uh, world there can still be very original and real yeah, and creative things happening. And I think if we throw stuff away just because of like, oh, we've seen that before, that's just as bad as being like throwing stuff away because we haven't seen it before. This is true. This is so very true. I'm hesitant to ever be like, oh, that's not talking to me because it looks like something that I didn't like or well, whatever. I Whereas like, I would love to make a show that people think is something they've seen before. And then all of a sudden it makes them react in a way that's new and fun and funny. Really right, funny d- is different angle. As yeah. a comedian, my main goal is to be really funny. Like if I get to say something, if I get to be different, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to be myself. I'm not going to take from anybody, but I think that's, you have to focus on something. And that's something I'm always going to focus on. So I don't think I'm ever going to either turn down something or not create something because I'm afraid it's been done before. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, back going back to what I was saying about the, the Carmichael show. I mean, it's still a family comedy, you yeah. know, but it just, I, I feel like it just kind of, it, you think it's going to go one way and it goes this way. Whereas some comedies, you're like, all right, I got the next two jokes and I know exactly where they're going and they and, they, and it hits them. It, I get what you're it, saying, but I yeah, think it, comfort it, it can be just yeah. as dangerous to be like, I'm going to go the way they don't expect me to go as it is to be like, I'm going to go the way they want me to go. Because yeah. then you're just choosing to be, you're not choosing for the right reason. You're not choosing for the story or for the thing. You're just choosing because like, oh, this is, this is what's going to get me yeah. good credits or whatever. And that's how shows get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, right. so <laughs> like I never watched the first or second know, season dude, of Seinfeld like and thought they made decisions well, based the, on the, like, well, oh, this is what the first season of like. Seinfeld is like, you know, historically a train wreck. It's like, oh, the first episode. You know, I I've watched it though. The first episode it. is good. Bad, yeah. It's really good. I rewatched once Hulu got it. And, and by I, the way, yeah. do you know how people watched it until up until Hulu got it? <laughs> well, I had the DVDs. DVDs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone put it on Pornhub. So people would watch the first pilot of Seinfeld on Pornhub. And they got like millions of views because it was the only place you could find it online without being taken down. So, so people dropped it on Pornhub. So like you would Weird. go to Pornhub and watch it. Yeah. I've, I've definitely watched the the first episode of Seinfeld on Pornhub. But but it, when I went back and rewatched the series, I actually enjoyed it it's, more than I thought it would cause, yeah. because this mythical sensibility of it being so bad has clouded it to the point yeah. where you're like, this must be unwatchable. And you watch, you're like, this is a sitcom I would have been on board with from day one and then enjoyed the rise it took to There's get amazing. There's really funny yeah. moments in that first show sure. where it's like, of course this got more episodes. Yeah. yeah. When like other shows that get canceled, they're like, oh, they didn't give us a chance like Seinfeld. It was like, no, Seinfeld had a lot there. They're just, people didn't know about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. he, 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 per- he promoted the shit out of that first season because it was not a given, a foregone conclusion that show was going to be renewed. There was uh, a moment, I think, when on Conan was on Late Night where they invited the guy, the guy was there who like kept Seinfeld around, like the exec who like was buying yeah, it, yeah. and everyone just gave him like a big, yeah, big round of it was, like, one, it was like probably like a group of people that agreed with him, but like one guy was like, no, this is going to be something. This will be, this will be a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, we do have to get out of here, but yeah, uh, before yeah, we do, Michael, let's do the let's do the plug thing, man. Let's yeah. talk about your album again and, and uh, anything else you have coming up uh, obviously people can go to your website see where you're going to be performing yeah. stuff like that but uh fill, fill everyone in yeah my album is called that one thing it'll be uh released on audible i think january 14th and then available for everybody on itunes and stuff uh february 14th um and then valentine's day nice yeah so mm-hmm. you and that special someone Couples therapy if you need it <laughs> yeah i make fun of my <laughs> girlfriend a lot um <laughs> And then I have a website, which is just my name. And on Twitter, every night at around uh, 3 or 4 a.m., I sing a good night song to everybody. So feel free to follow (laughs) me on that. Um, Snapchat, Facebook. I'm at the Skyline Comedy Cafe in Appleton the end of January. 
And has the percentage gone up or down of people being <laughs> able to pronounce their last name correctly? I, I think it's gone up a little bit. Yeah. Like the the first time I ever did a TV set, it was at Live at Gotham and the host had a puppet and the puppet couldn't say my last name right. <laughs> so I got to come to stage five different times. I did retakes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Wait, who was hosting that name? The guy with Jeff Dunham. Oh, it was Dunham? <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, who else has a puppet? Well, yeah, Otto and George. Yeah, Otto and George. Oh, yeah, yeah, Otto, yeah, George. Yeah, yeah, Otto yeah. passed away yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. Wait, really? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sad. A couple years ago. Yeah. So, so Jeff Dunham, I, I mean, I can yeah, edit yeah. that out if you don't yeah, want to say. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think more people, have, like I used to, when I first started with Mike, I would like pr- pronounce my name out, like I would write it next to mine, right. but now I don't do that. People still mispronounce it, but yeah. I don't do it anymore. It's the Slovak stuff, man. Yeah. It's all that sauerkraut and the progies <laughs> getting to <laughs> people's heads. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it. Michael, good yeah. to see you again, yeah. man. Thanks, Thanks for hitting me up. I'm glad this worked out. For sure. And, uh, you know, uh, as always, when you come to New York, give us a buzz, man, and or we'll do the same. Yeah, well, he's in L.A. Yeah, if you need me to bring you a drum cover. Next yeah, time. could you do yeah, that, you man? I don't know if Chicago. Chicago is a good place. Maybe that's in St. Louis. Is he Chicago bad? Is I don't know. Well, Gary is. Yeah, Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana, yeah. Isn't yeah. that where the, the prison is? Or that's or is that Joliet, I'm thinking of? Joliet's a prison. For, okay. That's I think Chicago. there's parts of everywhere that's probably no not prison safe. prison in I mean, Schaumburg? <laughs> Chicago's not safe. Like, nowhere yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely, like, well, they set some sort of crazy record, like 700 and some murders. In there. Uh, let's I played end on a high note. Wow. Yeah, let's do it. I played baseball in Gary, uh, just uh, for the sake of repping Gary, and uh, Glenn Robinson you went to high school where I played, and all the basketball like hoops in the parking lot had like fiberglass backboards. Like it was a very nice. Like he definitely gave back to them. Oh, cool. cool. So there's parts of Gary that are good too. Glenn Robinson, two ends in Glenn. I can't remember. I think. Oh man, I, I think it's re- two. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm looking at his basketball card right now. <laughs> yeah. I can picture it. I'm like, I think yeah. it was two ends. Yeah. Very cool. We got yeah. deep into some basketball in this episode. Oh, we yeah. can nerd out, man. I'll give you the whole starting lineup of that '89 roster for the Cavs. Mm. Yeah. What's well, good? Larry Nance. Larry Nance. Oh. Mark Price. Yep. God. Brad Doherty. Yep. Craig Elo. Yep. This is my nightmare. This is not your nightmare. This is my nightmare. <laughs> Hot Rod with John yes. Hot Rod Williams. Yes, John Hot Rod Williams. It's always the last one that gets named. Yeah. And he was great, And too. he had a nickname. Yeah, he did. He did. Because he played the, the, the black rooms. All right. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. All right. That's the interview. Michael Palsak here on the Left Button Podcast. Uh, Bram, I hope you learned something. I hope you learned something informative. I did. Album out now, right? Yeah, it's out now. It was released in advance on Audible, and it was uh, exclusive to Audible for a couple weeks, and now it's actually out everywhere. You can find it on iTunes and Amazon and streaming services, anywhere you can anywhere you can uh, pick up a copy of uh, comedy. So stop what you're doing right after you listen to this. Exactly. <laughs> and go listen. Hold on, I'll do it. Hey, Siri, check out Michael Palasek's record. Siri thinks you're an asshole. Or how about Alexa, buy Michael Palasek's record. There you go. Uh, okay, Google, buy <laughs> Michael Palasek's record. Actually, you know what? I'm not doing, I've done enough promotion for Michael. Okay, Google, subscribe me to the Laugh Button Podcast. Ooh, does it do that? It, hopefully. Hey, Let's Siri, subscribe me to the Laugh Button Podcast. Alexa, subscribe me to the Laugh Button Podcast. That'll get us some new subscribers, buddy. We'll have to report about how that happens next week. So yeah, so hopefully that'll work. Actually, you know what's funny? I watch those commercials. They activate my home Google system, so I'm sure it does it when when people are listening to this podcast out loud. Yeah. A um, couple quick things. We have the new trailer from Mike Burbiglia stand-up special. Thank Burbigaboo. God for <laughs> Burbigaboo. Burbigs. Uh, his new special premieres on Netflix next week, the 28th. Uh, also, Gerard Carmichael has a trailer for his new special that uh, is hitting HBO on the 11th. It's called Eight. 
Uh, and Gerard Carmichael's also either just finished or about to just wrap uh, the taping for the new season of the Carmichael Show. So looking for that as well. Uh, for anything else news-related, uh, new, uh, news, reviews, interviews, all that kind of stuff, check out thelaughbutton.com. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Like we're doing really well, and it all comes from friends telling other friends, "Hey, come listen to these numb nuts talk about comedy for a little bit." Uh, and uh, really looking forward to it. So you can find uh, me at I am Kleinschmidt or anywhere you type in the laugh button. Uh, you can find Bram at MetalInsider.net, uh, Bram Filter on Insta on Twitter, and Bram Fetamine on Instagram. Yeah, you got it. Boom, got Look at it. that. Look at that. Ugh. So yeah, so uh, support us. Uh, check out what we got going on. We got a nice event page with some great events going on at the on the laugh button. We got a uh, we got a great uh, podcast page. We got contests going on. We're doing a ton of stuff, and uh, bigger and better onward and upward. Sure, and if you want uh, metal news, metalinsider.net. Boom! All right, till next time. Thanks everyone. This is Left One Podcast. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.